This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Have you ever wondered what it's like to witness a murder? Forrest grabbed the knife and then just stabbed Johnny in one motion. Or how it feels to be shot. I was immediately hit by a barrage of bullets. Or how you would react if your spouse hired someone to kill you. And he was to put me in a grave with a bullet wound on my head. These are the stories you'll hear on the podcast called What Was That Like? True stories told by the actual person who went through it. You'll hear from a stalking victim. Came back upstairs and when I came back and turned the corner into my room, I saw him standing there. You'll hear from a man who was kidnapped and tortured. I would do anything, say anything, to simply get away. And you'll hear actual 911 calls. Take a deep breath. Oh my God! Take a deep breath. Oh my God! Take a deep breath. Oh my God! Real people in unreal situations. Search for What Was That Like on any podcast app or at whatwasthatlike.com. Welcome back to another episode of Twisted News, where we get you up to speed on some of the strangest stories currently happening all around the world. Today, we first jump into a strange concept that may be coming true right before our eyes. It's the idea that perhaps aliens are not biological creatures at all, but born out of AI technology from another planet. And then, it's down to the boardwalks of Jersey, where we can revisit the sad case of Ocean City's Fudge King. Get rid of scary mysteries, twisted news. Number one, aliens are AI. As artificial intelligence continues to expand in our world, there has been talks about it eventually surpassing us in every measurable way. Intelligence, capability, speed. It's very possible that we have already opened up that door and it won't take long before that actually happens. But whether or not that means the demise of human beings isn't really the question, but more so, if we can create a species, AI, that is better than us in all manners, then wouldn't it be AI that reaches out into the cosmos well before us? And if that's the case, then isn't it likely that all aliens and all UFOs are actually some version of AI? The Fermi paradox, which begs the question, where are all the aliens, probes the conspicuous silence in a galaxy teeming with potential for life. Given the vastness of the Milky Way and the likelihood of other advanced civilizations, Fermi's question echoed the perplexing absence of any observable extraterrestrial presence. As decades pass, the paradox has only deepened, with various theories attempting to unravel this cosmic mystery. One such theory suggests a great filter, an evolutionary bottleneck so severe that few, if any, civilizations survive it. This daunting concept implies that Either humanity has already overcome such a hurdle, making our existence exceedingly rare, or that our ultimate test still lies ahead, 
which is a sobering prospect for our future. However, a new perspective offers an intriguing twist to the Fermi paradox. It posits that the limitations of organic brains like ours are not shared by electronic or quantum computing minds. If true, this signifies a transition point where the evolution of technology outpaces biological evolution, leading to a future dominated by artificial intelligence. Such a scenario dramatically alters, then, our understanding of intelligence and consciousness, challenging the very nature of what it means to be alive and aware. In other words, biology only gets so far in them, just like what we're on the precipice of with AI, the machines inevitably take over. So, any alien that has or could reach us isn't biological, but an actual piece of technology. The debate about whether machines can truly be conscious is more than academic. It bears profound implications on how we perceive a future where machines might not just rival but surpass human capabilities. And this begs the question of whether civilizations elsewhere in the universe have already traversed this path, evolving into entities far beyond our own comprehension. The prospect of encountering such advanced civilizations shifts our search for extraterrestrial intelligence. The SETI project, which is primarily focused on radio and optical signals, might need to broaden its horizons. Perhaps the true markers of alien intelligence lie in grandiose cosmic constructions or in subtle, intricate signals indistinguishable from natural cosmic noise. In the grand scheme of cosmic time, human civilization is but a fleeting moment. If extraterrestrial intelligence exists, it is likely to be vastly different from our organic, planetary-bound form. These beings, then, if they can be called that, may have motives and intentions beyond our understanding, navigating the universe in ways we can scarcely imagine. Number 2 Ocean Cities, Fudge King. Harry Anglemeyer, known affectionately as the Fudge King of Ocean City, New Jersey, was more than just a local business magnet. Back in 1964, his copper kettle fudge shop was a cornerstone of the community, a place where childhood memories were made and savored, much like his famous confections. Engelmeyer was a man who had built an empire of sweetness in a town that thrived on sunny dispositions and family vacations. But beneath the surface of this idyllic setting, there lurked a tale of prejudice, power struggles, and ultimately, an unsolved murder. At that time, Ocean City was wrestling with its identity. Engelmeyer, openly gay in an era of discrimination and rigid sodomy laws, was not just a businessman, he was a trailblazer. His challenge to the town's stringent blue laws, which prohibited businesses from operating on Sundays, stirred the pot in this tourist haven. Engelmeyer's victory in the 1963 referendum to relax these laws then marked the beginning of his troubles. In the weeks that followed, Engelmeyer's life spiraled into a series of unfortunate events. Arrested for carnal indecency, he faced public humiliation and legal battles. His shop was robbed, and he endured physical attacks. 
a harsh backlash from a community divided by his actions and identity. As the summer of 1964 was turning into autumn, with it came the most tragic chapter of Engelmeyer's life. On Labor Day weekend, his body would be discovered outside of a nightclub, lifeless in his Lincoln Continental. He had been beaten to death, a grim end to a man who had brought so much joy to others. The investigation into his murder was swift, but justice was never served. A suspect, 26-year-old Christopher Hughes, was tried and acquitted. The case then grew cold, buried under the sands of time along with the secrets of that fateful night. Decades later, though, Tom Donaghy, a writer with a personal connection to the copper kettle and the memories it held, embarked on a quest to unearth the actual truth. Donaghy's journey led him through the labyrinth of local politics, the underbelly of the club scene back in the 60s, and the dark corners where predators preyed on vulnerable men. His interviews with locals revealed a town with a long memory where secrets were closely guarded. You sneeze in this town and everyone hears it, one local warned him, an ominous reminder of the tight-knit community's silent pact. As Donahue delved deeper, he uncovered a new suspect. This person, who is now deceased, was none other than the brother of the man acquitted back in 64. This revelation opened old wounds and sparked new debates, but it brought little in the way of closure. Donahue's pursuit of truth Chronicled in the Atavist magazine is a testament to the enduring quest for justice. His article, steeped in the misty ambiance of Ocean City, is not just a true crime story. It's a narrative of resilience and a community's struggle with its own identity and the enduring legacy of a man whose life was as rich and complex as the fudge he famously crafted. In the end, Donnie's investigation leaves us with more questions than answers, though. The mystery of who killed Harry Engelmeyer, Ocean City's beloved Fudge King, remains unsolved. But, at least, now there's a sense that perhaps someday, the shadow will lift, and the truth will emerge, bringing a measure of peace to a town forever marked by this unresolved tragedy. So there were two of the most strange and mysterious stories that we have for you guys today. If you want more creepy true crime podcasts from us, Check out our other one called Every Town, where we do deep dives into the strangest cases that you've never heard of. Thanks for tuning in today, and we appreciate it very much. Stay safe out there, and I'll see you soon.